Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Digging In with Dr. Kelly Ann. And today we tackle milk and milk alternatives. Should you or shouldn't you? We're going to find out. Okay, one of the issues with milk is this whole idea of being able to digest milk, the milk sugars. The milk sugar is called lactose. You've heard of lactose intolerance. Well, lactose is digested by an enzyme called lactase. And as babies, we have an abundant amount of this lactase, but as we get older, it starts to drop off. We have less and less of it, thereby causing all kinds of digestive problems. So if you're someone that maybe gets bloated a lot, you're somebody that has constipation or diarrhea or someone that has stomach aches and pains, that may be telling you something, that it's this problem with milk sugars. The second is with milk proteins. This is another issue. So casein is one of the milk proteins, and that's a protein that a lot of people have an issue with. Why? Because it triggers an immune response. What that means to you is a lot of times there's a respiratory inflammatory response, which might mean runny nose, it might mean itchy eyes, it might mean skin rashes, skin problems, it might mean gut problems. So those are two big triggers for people, the milk sugars and the milk pro proteins, but there's more. Another issue that people have is skin problems. And we don't often link that to milk and we need to. Uh, acne is one of the biggest, one of the biggest problems that we have. I can't tell you how many people that I've seen that have come in with skin problems that have been healed through nutrition, specifically through linking it to milk. I even had in my own house, my son had cystic acne. That's the worst form of acne. And I was actually able to remedy that through pooling milk and gluten from his diet. His acne, his cystic acne actually went away. One of the reasons why we call this the invisible problem is the whole idea behind being able to link what's going on to you and trace it back to milk. So that's really what I'm trying to do is open your eyes to possibilities because 80% of the people that I've seen in practice, they've all had this immune response to milk. So most people can't have milk. Another big problem with dairy is actually how it affects your gut. And I'm all into gut because in order to be super bright, shiny, and healthy, you've got to have your gut in order. And this is what happens when you have milk. There's different types of ways that we break down protein that we talked about casein. We talked about that as being the protein in milk. Well, most of the cows that are produced in the United States produce what they call A1 milk. And this A1 milk contains both A1 and A2 beta casein. Now, other countries, they use a more traditional cow and they produce something called A2 milk. And in A2 milk, it's only A2 milk. So U.S., they have A1, A2 milk, and in other countries, they have A2 milk only. There was a study done uh, of 45 individuals who had gut disturbances when they had, when they drank milk and what they would consider as lactose intolerance. So when these 45 adults consumed this A1 milk, we showed beyond a reasonable doubt that they had inflammatory markers and digestive problems from the A1 milk. However, when they had the A2 milk, no problems. Because so many people are saying goodbye to milk, a lot of manufacturers are coming out with a lot of alternatives. 
choices like coconut milk, almond milk, soy milk, oat milk. And it's not just milks anymore. There's cheeses and there's yogurts and there's ice creams, uh, a whole array of choices now that are all dairy-free. My all-time favorite is coconut milk. And a way to get it super healthy is actually to get it in the cans. So canned coconut milk is really creamy, doesn't have any of the additives or any of the things that you normally would have to worry about when you're going to the store to buy it. Canned coconut milk has lots of calories, more than 400 per cup, and it's low in protein, but it's also low in carbs. And it packs a big nutritional punch because it's loaded with healthy fats. And also there's creamed coconut, and it's a little bit more of the meat of the coconut is in the creamed coconut, it's absolutely delicious. It's super creamy. One of the things I love about it is it contains something called lauric acid. It's the same thing that you find actually in breast milk. It's really good for immunity. But what I love about it, it's the ultimate wrinkle blaster. So coconut milk is always a win with me. I'm also totally on board with almond, cashew, and macadamia nut. They're great, but you just have to be really careful and read the labels on these. These alternative milks have 30 to 130 calories per cup, depending on which type of nuts they contain and whether they're sweetened or not. They're low in protein at about four grams per cup, but I like them because they contain a good dose of healthy fats. But you just have to be really careful and read the labels on these because a lot of these brands contain a lot of sugar, a lot of, a lot of additives, and the main culprit is something called carrageenan. And this guy has been linked to even cancer. So you don't want any milk with that in there. So stay away from that. Otherwise, they're all great options. I think oat milk, it's an okay choice. I wouldn't have it every day. It's one of those milks that you can have once in a while, and I think it's fine. This alternative milk checks in at about 120 calories per cup. It's a little higher in carbs, but here's the plus. The fiber in there is called beta-glucan, and those beta-glucans are actually really great for lowering cholesterol. So I think even though it's higher in carbs, just once in a while is actually a great option, and I wouldn't think twice about it. A lot of people ask me about whey, and there's been a lot of science actually proving whey to be really beneficial for building muscle, so I had to examine it a little further. You just have to make sure when you're looking at whey, it doesn't have those A1 and A2 proteins that they've been removed. Like in my products, in my protein, we always make sure that the whey is isolated. So there's no A1, no A2 proteins in there at all. Okay, so now I'm gonna meet with Sam. I'm so excited to meet her. And we're gonna see what her story is and if there's any correlation at all to dairy. Hi, Sam. Hi, Dr. Kellyanne. I'm so glad to be spending some time talking with you because I know we talked a little bit about your diet and your lifestyle and how you're feeling. And I just wanna hear, tell me when you wake up in the morning, okay, what are two things? How do you feel and what are you thinking about when you wake up? That's a great question. Um, I feel tired more oftentimes than not. Um, and what am I thinking about? I'm usually thinking about whatever I was thinking about before I went to bed, which is usually work and stress and fun and family and all those things. But when I wake up in the morning, I really have to be better about centering myself and meditating before I just jump right into the whole grind. I'm not very good at that right now. What I always say is you have to CEO your thoughts. You have to kind of manage your thoughts. Because a lot of people that I see, they wake up feeling a lot of anxiety. Yeah. And you said that you wake up a lot with the thoughts that you carried from the day before. And so that's one of the tools that you use. 
And there's other tools to address how you feel emotionally, how you feel mentally. And one of the ways that we can do that, we find, is through foods. People, they want solutions to their problems, but they don't want to have to live in a cave. They don't want to have to shut down all the things that they love and enjoy. So really my role is to try to help try to help you get to the place where we figure out the triggers and you modify those triggers. You modify any trigger and you can still live a full life. You can still go out to dinner. You can still enjoy things. You can still enjoy your life and your lifestyle. And one of the things that we've been talking about is this whole idea of dairy. Have you ever thought that there would be any correlation to dairy and anxiety? No. And it's funny you say that because kind of like we were talking about a little bit before, um, it's commonly linked to things like skin issues and um, inflammation. I know for sure I'm, I'm into all that kind of stuff of learning about it. But despite the fact that I do learn about that, it doesn't stop me from having wine and cheese and milk in my <laughs> coffee every day, even though I'm aware. Right. So I definitely never would have thought to link dairy specifically to anxiety or any kind of emotional inflammation at all. And it's funny how that works. And what made me start really thinking about the link, and by the way, milk is the great masquerader. It's like the invisible culprit because it's a matter of how do I say that my bloating is caused by dairy? My skin issue is caused by dairy. My fatigue, you mentioned fatigue. Fatigue's a big one. Is fatigue related to dairy? Ear infections, skin problems, rashes, psoriasis, eczema, your gut problems. All of these things can be linked to dairy. And so what I want to say to you is that the most wonderful thing that you could do right now for your body, because you're clearly beautiful. You know, you've got these bright white eyes. You've got great energy about you. Carrots. Okay. I'll take it. So let's talk a little bit about, so I want to kind of wind this into, we're talking about dairy and I want to say that there are dairy alternatives that I want to introduce you to that may really turn things around for you. There could be an immune cascade going on from inflammation from that everyday hit of dairy. And so would you be open to trying some of the milk alternatives? Yeah. Okay. So, so here, let me just run through. So they all have different flavors. They all have different benefits. I love coconut milk the, the best. Uh, because it's got something in there called lauric acid and the lauric acid is great for your skin. And also it's a great conversion from milk. So that you can trade them equally. So one, one of the things that I would recommend to you is that you put a little coconut milk in your coffee. It's absolutely wonderful. You'll love it. Okay. And then there's other nut milks too that have a great taste. So I would love to know, I would love to have you back in 30 days after doing that. And I would love to see if number one, your fatigue starts feeling differently just so you have a kind of a mind's eye view, there is actually science, and it was actually WebMD and some other sources have this, that there is definitely a link to higher fat foods like dairy to this idea of some anxiety. Wow. So there is actually some evidence tracking what I'm saying. And so what I invite you to do moving forward is for 30 days, I want you just to make that swap. Go off milk and make sure that you are really careful about any of the additives, any of the sugar, and any of the milks that you that you choose. And that word, what was that word that we were talking about earlier? Carrageenan. 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 We're Italian. We're, we're saying ta- it like that. Carrageenan. 
I love that. No carrageenan. No, car- yeah, no carrageenan. But I have a question. Yeah. I know we're talking about a lot of these things with coffee and milks, but what about ice cream? I think I was asked if I have it often and someone was like, like once a week, once a month. And I was like, once a month. I was like, I'm thinking like every other day. And that's God me being it. super generous. God bless her being 25, guys. I was asked what my that? favorite restaurant was and I said Carvel. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm like, I'm looking back and it's so funny because I was thinking about it. And I was like, do I have a lot of dairy? I'm like, I don't think so. And then I'm looking, I'm like, I have cheese and crackers with wine like multiple times a week. I have ice cream almost every day. I have milk in my coffee every morning. I'm like, I am a dairy culprit. I am a dairy person. Like I didn't realize how much just in little doses, but every single day I'm having it. It just sneaks in. I love that you said that. And I love this conversation because the potential is so grandiose. It's like there's such a wide, wide open space for you to be even more magnificent than you are. Because what you can't see is that what's happening inside after you have this, this food, and this is not a scare tactic, but what I do in my life in order to keep my connection with food to the highest good, to, the, to my highest good, is I picture what's happening inside my body. Is it like charred glass? Okay. Is it like, and here's the thing. I want you to know your body can withstand just about anything, just not every day. Right. So that's why I tell people, I'm not saying never. This is important delineation. I'm saying not right now. So what I'd like you to do, 30 days, forget the ice cream. You can have alternatives. There are alternatives. Okay. You won't. Okay. So when you start having these alternative milks, you will not believe how good they are. You just won't believe how good they are. You won't even miss the other stuff and you'll start noticing improvements and you just have to get through your momentum breeds momentum. So you just have to get through that initial push, that initial push of getting through it and and really developing this new taste. And it's not difficult to do. So let's do this for 30 days and then we'll come back and chat. And I want to know how's your anxiety. I want to know how's your energy level and just how you're feeling overall. Amazing. Thank you so much. Okay. We're going to do a little blind taste test. And I'm not just putting you in the hot seat. It's you and me, girl. (laughs) We're both doing this test and we're going to see if we can tell a difference. Let's do it. Okay. Okay, Sam, we're going to try three different types of milk alternatives and we're going to do it blindly. Okay. Okay. We're going to have a lot of fun doing that, but I want you to know that outside of these three flavors that we're going to try today, there are so many more. There's macadamia nut, there's cashew nut, there's all kind of milk blends. You can get like a coconut cream and an almond blend and it goes on and on and on. All right. So I have no idea what these are. The producers are being very sneaky. <laughs> so we're not going to know what these are till the end, but let's give it a try. Let's do it. All right. All right. So the first one we're going to try is this one. So you grab yours. We have to do a toast before each one. Cheers. Cheers. And let's see if we can tell. I thought it was oat, but I don't think it's oat anymore. See, I think it's oat. It's definitely not a cow, I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) No moo. But I have to tell you, this has, you know why? Because the thing about oat milk is that it's a little richer in its taste and it has actually a little bit more calories Mm. than the others, but I love it again for that fiber, that that beta-glucan that's in there. And that lowers your cholesterol can help lower your cholesterol. So that's why I, you know, I approve it, but you can see it's got like a rich taste. I like and, this. And I, I, yeah, I don't know if I'm talking about the right milk, but I'm just saying if it is oat milk, that's why I like it. It does have a rich taste and 
the smell kind of tastes oaty to me, doesn't it to you? Like oat yeah, milk? it does. Like oatmeal, it almost smells it like. It smells like an oatmeal. It's actually very enjoyable, don't you think? Yeah. Number two. Now these are going to be really hard to delineate. So let's do our toast. Number two. Oh, I know coconut. what this one is. Yeah. That's the thing about coconut. I love coconut and it's so great in things like coffee and ice cream and the way we were talking about earlier, making ice cream with it. But the thing about coconut is it takes on the flavor of whatever you're trying to mix it with. Right. So it's not a discreet. It's not a discreet uh, uh, fat or milk alternative. It's got a, a, a really bold flavor, but I love it. It's yeah, a the great taste flavor. is good. Yeah, it's a good flavor. Mm. Sweet. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay, ready? Toast number three? Cheers. Cheers. Just like tasting fine wine. <sighs> really is. Mm. I feel a note of almonds. <laughs> well, let's see. I've got to mix it around a bit. Mm. The legs on this milk. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like someone's been to the bar more often than not. <laughs> you're really you're giving us I'm a like lot really of I like really showing my wine and cheese. <laughs> mm. This is definitely almond. Very simple. Very, it's, a, it's a very simple taste. And you can see how you could add this into so many things. You could see how this could be like a one-to-one -one conversion to milk as well. Yeah. You know, you can make things and easily replace it. Out of all of these three, what would you choose for like a smoothie? For a smoothie, okay, for taste, probably almond, but for health, coconut mm. for me. Because in almond, you know, in every fat, and this is a healthy fat, you have omega-3s and omega-6s, okay? And you want that combination to be pretty equal. And the only thing I don't like about almond as much as coconut is it has more of the inflammatory omegas in there. Wow. So the reason why I like coconut is it has less of the inflammatory. Now I wouldn't worry, you know, I wouldn't worry critically about it, but again, it's what you do every day that mm -hmm. matters. So maybe the solution is stagger them. Yeah. That's stagger them. Yes. So Dr. Kelly, I have a question. Every time I go to the coffee shop, one of the first milks that's offered that's an alternative milk is soy milk. What are your thoughts on that? Mm, well, it's being offered because it's not expensive because it's so highly produced because most of the time it's genetically modified so they can make a whole lot of it, which is my first problem with soy. Soy is, you know, I, I'm all about whatever personal play, whatever works best for you, whatever, whatever milk alternative works best with you, I'm willing to go with, but I can't go with soy because it's a hormone disruptor. Number one, it messes with your hormones and we get enough of this in our diets already. There's, there's soy in so many things that we eat, but I don't want you to put even more soy in your diet. And what I mean by hormone disruptor is that a lot of people have autoimmune thyroid issues and they're linking that to soy. Wow. That in addition to the fact that a lot of the soy in this, that's produced in this country is genetically modified. So for those two reasons, I'd say eh, no to soy. Got it. Okay, so outside of even the milk, and I know that you were saying you have milk in your coffee every day, you have ice cream all the time. These are just some really great options. I mean, this one is made, this is a, actually a yogurt, and this is made with oat milk. And then there's yogurts made with cashew. There's yogurts made with, this is another cashew, but I love these brands. I love this, this type. And this one's made with just coconut. So there's all kinds of options. Now here's what I want you to watch for. So I picked up a sour cream and when I picked up the sour cream, that was a milk alternative. 
There are so many additives to this, and including that guy we don't like. What's the name? Carrageenan. Carrageenan. <laughs> so it's got the carrageenan in it. So you have to eye spy these products. So what I always say, your way around this is find brands that you know, love, and trust. Find brands you know, love, and trust because that's really what makes a difference. And even cheeses, there's all kinds of alternative cheeses. Wow. And some of them made with cashew, I really like. They're very good. And the thing that's great about these is that I know you like to have a little ice cream at night. Well, these are great because you can spice these up anyway. You can put you know, berries on them. You can put, there's even alternative whipped creams that are actually really good now. So there's, uh, there's all kinds of ways, even you know, messing with cinnamon and all kinds of things, all kinds of ways that you can dress these up, put a little maple syrup in it, put a little honey in it. So just have fun and play with this and, and see, see where it takes you. Cool. I can't wait. Yep. Okay, Sam. So you dig it? I dig it. Okay. So Sam digs alternative milk. So how do I feel? Well, I'm a big believer in nutritional personal play. So I think you should find one of these milks that you enjoy and go for it. But I want you to be a label reader when it comes to alternative milks. You have to watch out for all that sugar. You have to watch out for those additives and that word carrageenan. You've got to watch for that and the links of health uh, issues that that can create. So the only red flag that I'm going to throw out there is with soy milk. You have to be careful because that's a hormone disruptor. No doubt about it. There's been a lot of issues linked to soy. So I'm saying no to soy, but all the rest, I say I dig it. Sam, thank you so much. It's been so much fun and I can't wait to see where this journey takes you. Thank you so much for having me. A lot of fun. Thanks. Okay, guys, that's another episode of Digging In with Dr. Kellyanne and we'll see you next time. Hey there, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Digging In with Dr. Kellyanne. And I hope you enjoyed it and grabbed some good info along the way. And if you did, please subscribe and leave a review. Until next time.